Hello, and welcome to Fine Beats and Cheeses, the podcast where we love a sharp-dressed man in a dress. <laughs> I am Leslie Gray Streeter. I am a columnist, a columnist for the Baltimore Banner. I'm an author and a person who just thinks fabulous is his fabulousness, no matter how much fabric you're wearing. Uh, my co-host is... I'm Lynn Struder Childress. I'm your twin sister. I do, <laughs> um, I do theater for young audiences, and uh, I love me a boa for everybody. Amen. Lo- love me a boa. And today, guest, please introduce yourself. Hello, everyone. Dude looks like a lady. Uh, my name is Barucci, <laughs> and I'm in love with these twins. I'm fangirling all over the place, and I'm so happy to be here. Yay! And Marucci, tell us a little bit about what you do. It's very exciting. Uh, well, I, I'm a COO for a manufacturing uh, company where we create products that are all natural. And so we're trying to make people healthy, but using natural alternatives. And we're doing all, all the way across the board so that everybody could stay healthy and get the results that they need without all of the weirdness. Uh, yes. But on my spare time... I'm a big fan of these two, and I love to think, and I love to be involved with pop culture, and I love my society, and I consider myself a full-time life student, so that's why I'm here. It's fantastic, and we'll talk Mm -hmm. about what we're going to talk about in a minute, but I have to say that Marucci and I have been friends for a billion years, and we met in West Palm Beach in the running scene. Anyone who has seen me lately would go, you were a runner, but it's true, Um, and so we would run. There was a point where I would go... It's seven o'clock in the morning. What am I going to do? I'm just going to go find a 5K and I go run a 5K because I had disposable income, which is what you have before you're a parent. And you just go, here's $35 and a t-shirt. Great. I know. And and then they would give you so they give you a donut and then you'd like hang out and have a cocktail with whoever was there at the race. And that was my life. Hello, early thirties. But I met Marucci because she she found me and she goes, You don't know me, but I yes. see you at all these races. She claims that I passed her. I am so slow at this point. I can't imagine passing like anybody at the I ran a half marathon when I got engaged to my husband and he stood on the side and said Here's a list of people that passed you. People in wheelchairs, men with strollers, you know, people on walkers. Person. Yes. And I was like, what? So um, Marucci has just been just an amazing friend and a support and a just hilarious. She got me an amazing story. Her brother-in-law was in a band yes. in West Palm Beach um, that whose, whose name rhymes with Huey Lewis in the news. Um <laughs> And they had gotten back together after years. So she's she's just been an amazing support to me, and I'm so excited that she's here. Maruti, tell us what we're talking about today. Well, I thought it would be an interesting uh, conversation to have about dudes dressing like ladies. And I guess we're going to decide if it's cheesy or fine. But um, I'm really That's into this. I'm, I'm really, I really want to know, I really want to just flesh this out. <laughs> well, I love this. I do too. Well, so here's a question. When is the first time, and I'll ask everybody and then sure. I'll go, when is the first time you remember seeing a man dressed in a way that people found other, that, that was traditionally feminine? Sure. That would be David Bowie, an episode on Saturday Night Live. I was way too young to be watching it, but my parents were older and very and refugees and very tired, so I got away with all that. 
That's why I, TV is my second mom. So if anybody has a problem with TV, you're going to have to pause because I defend. So I was blown away and I didn't know how I felt about it. And I didn't know what to think about it. And I went to bed that night, like, what did I just see? And that's, started this whole thing of how do you what's perception and what's what we've been conditioned to believe is is right or wrong or normal or you know art so do you remember what he was wearing uh a dress like like a corset I mean it it was like and makeup and you know just everything earrings I mean he was like he went there all the way it wasn't a discreet, you know, little eyeliner, you know, like the eighties rockers, you know, he was like, I'm doing this. I'm going to hell on horseback. And I loved (laughs) it. (laughs) He was such a beautiful man. He was a beautiful man. Genius. And to me, it's interesting because there's a difference between people like David Bowie, who he played like he was Ziggy. He was long, tall Duke. He was the white Duke. He was a lot of things, but he was himself. I think my my earliest memory of this was a person basically in drag was Flip Wilson as Geraldine. Yes. And I remember seeing this because he was not like Flip Wilson coming out saying hi and Flip Wilson wearing a dress. He was but Geraldine. he but he was Royal he was Geraldine. But I remember thinking probably and I love my parents, but I know that <laughs> they were raised in the forties and so there was a specific thing. Like and I can say this, we were not allowed to watch Bosom Buddies when we were little because right. They thought it might be confusing. I was mm-hmm. like, what is confusing? It's very clear these straight men are wearing dresses so they can live in this place that is rain controlled. It was there was no confusion <laughs> whatsoever to me. Was it's there true. to you, Lynn? It's like no. it was what it was. But it was I, it was very clear that Tom Hanks is straight, Peter Scolari is straight, Chip and Henry are straight. They're just doing this. So it was very clear that, you know. Yeah, no, I, 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 I'm sure I had, before I'm going to name the thing I'm, I'm going to name, that I'd probably seen, um, like, some Like It Hot or, like, those pictures yeah. of um, of Jack Lemmon and uh, Tony Curtis. Yes. Some Like It Hot, Dress Like Women. But the, the, the way that I really sort of remember all of this and having those I don't know what I'm feeling kind of things was um, Duran Duran. Uh, yes. You know, much Nick. later, but but Nick yeah, Nick Rhodes of Duran Duran mm-hmm. wore like the others. Uh, they, I mean, again, you talked about everyone did the the eyeliner yeah. and the lace and stuff, but Nick Rhodes had full face. Yes, like full face. And I remember there was a picture of him when he got married. It was like eighty four. Her name was Julianne, and his wife had on this beautiful dress, and he had on a suit, yeah. a, a male suit, but his face was beat. Yeah. And Beach. and I remember someone going, "Those look like they look like two women." I'm like, "Well, it's not. Yeah. It's a man and a dude, but yeah. she's fine with it." So he, I mean, right, a man and a girl, and and a woman, and she's fine with it, obviously, because she married him. So why do we care? But but though that's what um that that new romantic early eighties, um, all of those was, guys, was yes. all those spandau ballet, those were um the first time that I really remember in Prince. Yes. Um, remember we saw the Raspberry Beret video. Do you remember this with my, um, we had, so we have one grandmother who passed away a couple of weeks ago, but we have a grandmother who died, my dad's mom who died in 94. <laughs> and we were at her house watching MTV and Raspberry Beret came on. 
And my grandmother, she was confused because he had like a little mustache, yes. right? And she was like, is, yeah. that a, is he a girl? Yeah. They were like, no, he is He's not. He's in menopause. Exactly. <laughs> yes. His name is Sadie. He's 53. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, he was this young man. Yeah. And, and I think to me, growing up, you're right, Lynn, growing up in that time to see, and then like Boy George or Pete Burns from Dead or Alive, yes. or the singer Marilyn, or people who fully embraced, they were they dressed in an androgynous way oh. that really leaned more feminine. Prince's thing was like, he was dressed in a suit, yeah. but it was pink velour. And he, <laughs> you know, and, or purple velour. And he was wearing a mustache, but with his hair. It's like I said to Marucci when she proposed this, to- this topic, um, my love from um, Queer Eye. Jonathan Van Ness, who wears these beautiful dresses and they identify as, as but non-binary, but <clears throat> also with a beard and full chest hair. So they embrace fully both parts of their femininity and their masculinity. And so they're not trying to say, I'm, I want to look like a woman. Are you okay? Oh, no. We've never had a guest die before. Oh no! Okay, hello. <laughs> no, it's okay. Oh no, <laughs> Bubby. Okay, Marucci's gonna get some water. There you go. And you don't see, guys. You can't see it. She's just like come into a frame with a cute glass of water. Yeah, because she's very cute. Sorry. No, no, no. Girl, life happens. This is this is real life, girl. This is a real life. It's just a fantasy. We doing stuff. It's happening. Okay. Ooh, buddy. That's okay. Take your time. Take your time. Take yeah. your time. And um, Lynn, say some more stuff. But but yeah, it's it's very interesting. So when Marucci <laughs> first um suggested this this uh subject, the person that she mentioned was Harry Styles. And how, so Harry Styles, so we always talk, Leslie and I talk often about how nobody under 30 is listening to this podcast. Uh, and, and if they are, we have to explain things to them. So if you, maybe you are under 30 listening to this, oh no, Miss Ferrucci. Okay. Um, okay. Rock one. And if we I'll need to stop, let it, we'll stop. Okay. It's better now. Thank you. Okay. okay no problem. No problem. But, but if we do totally, um, but uh, so if you are maybe under 30, because maybe we'll mention Harry Sal someplace in this. So you'll listen. Um, <laughs> we'll bribe you into relevance. We'll, we'll yes. bribe you. But, but he's a, a current person who is flipping the script and will wear a skirt. And, or a dress, a full dress. A full dress. Pearls. Um, and, and pearls. pearls. And he's not people- made up. He doesn't have like I me. Mean, he's got like stage makeup True. on, but he's not. He's not Boy George. He's not, you know, um, even Bowie when he was in that stage. He's wearing. He's got his beautiful male Harry Styles face, but he's wearing a dress. <sighs> it, well, you know, well, there's an interesting thing, and then and then I'll stop talking when when Richie's ready. Um, but one so it's but interesting this whole idea though of. What is masculine clothing and what yeah. is feminine clothing? And so yeah. I remember when I first started dating my husband uh, 15 years ago, he had long dreads 
and he wore uh, he had earrings. And I remember talking to an older family member who was very traditional about some things who could not understand why he wore earrings. And I'm like, because he likes them? <laughs> I, I, I have no um, qualms or questions about, like, who he is or what that means. Like, it, it's just cute and he likes it you know there used to be this whole (laughs) this whole coding thing about if you wore an earring in this ear what it meant if you wore an earring in that ear what it meant and and this whole conversation so we've some of the people that we've talked about though their their clothing has had something to do with (laughs) their sexuality or their gender identity Mm. or how they identify with some people it really had nothing to do with it Mm -mm. it's Literally, I just like this, and I think art. it looks good. What you? It's, it's art. art, right? Yes. And I'm and I'm and I'm wearing it. So, Maruchi, what is it that you that sort of moves you about this topic? And well, what? Thank you. Um, sorry about that uh, technical difficulty. I'm, it happens. I'm in Colorado, where it is crazy dry, and every now um. and again, it's like, you know, it just gets me. Anyway. Um, So one of the things that I found really interesting is that, again, we're having the situation over in Florida with DeSantis and, you know, all the rage about all of this. And so the reason that I thought that this was an interesting topic is, as we all know, this has been going on forever, probably during the time of Christ. And, um, And it always seems to come back up, like, you know, Leslie mentioned, you know, we were seeing Geraldine and, you know, the Bowies. And Prince and everybody. It's always been ever present. And so now I feel like from where it used to be from a form of entertainment or a form of self-expression, mostly seen among folks that are more so uh, in, in entertainment or in the art world, what I'm mm-hmm. starting to see now... and. At first, it gave me pause because I am a 59-year-old woman. I have been conditioned by society. So it takes Mm -hmm. me a hot minute to see something, have that old-time reaction, but then then bring my intellectual capacity to play and go, why am I feeling this way? And is this something that should really be a conflict for me? And so what I'm now seeing in in my own world and community is that... Guys are now showing up wearing yep. more feminine shirts and they're not artists and they're not in the entertainment business and they're not musicians and they're doing it not out of any other, for no other reason than I dig it. It's fashion. And, and I just, go ahead, Lynn. No, I, no, I, you said I dig it and you, you're, you guys are listening to this and not watching me, but I have my hands up. Because sometimes things look good and it's when do we get to the point where we tell people you're not supposed to wear this because you're a girl and it looks mannish or you're not supposed to wear that because it's like a different color. And so Leslie and I are both the uh, moms of of young boys. I have a 10 year old. And and Marucci has a son as well. Right. And my son will 
Which is funny. It's, I feel like he's going through sort of figuring out what he likes and what he doesn't. But like when he was younger, he, I mean, literally this kid used to wear ties when he was like six. And, mm-hmm. um, and now he, then he's, now he's into soccer. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's a face. He loves soccer. He's into soccer and that sort of athletic thing. Um, he does like to dress up still from time to time. Mm-hmm. But like if he saw something, he goes, well, that looks too girly uh-huh. or that looks too whatever. But though he can appreciate though, he'll be like, he'll say something, he'll see something, he goes, that's pretty. Yeah. And I love yeah. that he can and feels comfortable yes. with being able to, excuse me, appreciate beauty, whatever that is and whatever that whatever looks like. Now, is. he may not do that in front of his friends. Sure. He does it in front of me because I'm his mom. But, um, but again, this sort of whole idea of when we talk people out of doing the things that make them happy again with it without it being that they're making some kind of stance or statement sure. about their identity and that's a whole other thing yeah. and but it but it but it's just like I dig this and again my husband has earrings yeah. and they look freaking cute yeah. and I love them He's and, cute. I, yes. and I get to look at them and I'm great with yeah. it. Um well, I I think that we're at a point I mean obviously we're at a very weird sort of increasing fascist point mm-hmm. in this country unfortunately but it because it's a reaction to the fact that people are beginning to be comfortable yeah. and not just beginning to be they were already in their within their communities sure. and now they're saying I'm going to wear this dress um, Lynn and I are huge fans of shows like Project Runway or yes. Next in Fashion or things like that and you will see more and more designers yeah. who have yes androgynous unisex yeah. um, outfits that could work on anybody. It doesn't necessarily work on my body because yeah. I am a woman with boobs and a butt. So I know I would be swallowed in a lot of things, but these are little teeny yeah. tiny 25 year old people with no hips <laughs> yeah. and they can wear yeah. this stuff and it's fine. But I love that because I think that just like in my gener in our generation, I married a dude who was white and Jewish and it's just what it, it's what I did. And it would have been controversial. It was still controversial to some people would have more controversial 20 years earlier, 30 years earlier that I think that we, the reason that we have this backlash and this fascism in places like Florida, yes, Florida, I'm saying it, um, and I, I'm glad I don't live there anymore because other people are seeing it. Not only are other people seeing yeah. that these things are acceptable, if you, they always talk about the fact that most people are fine. Yes. More than 50% of, of people when they interview them are fine with transgender people. Yes. And they're fine. They don't necessarily want them to be their kids, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. But they're fine with it. It's it's just the people who are trying to hold on to the bigotry a little yeah. while longer so they can control things. Yeah. But when I see these kids, like my son, we order masks because I'm obsessive about that every month. It's little kid-sized masks. And there's one that's tie-dye, one that's blue, and one that's pink. And he doesn't want to wear the pink ones. Yeah. At the same time, one of his favorite hoodies, because he's obsessed with hoodies, is pink. It's I like tie-dye it. pink, but it's pink. And so he still he does has that sure. coating of this is for girls, this is for boys, but that's okay because yeah. it's a hoodie yeah. and it's pink and it's it's really more coral. Yes. It's fine. When he was little, he would wear my he would put on my makeup because Because they can. Because they Cause can. It doesn't matter. It's just experiment. It doesn't ma- <laughs> It's experiment and it's there. And it's fun. And it's fun. <laughs> and so I think that if you look at some of the – Harry Styles is interesting to me because I have um, a young person that I love 
who identifies as queer, who had a conversation with me and one of their friends about how they dig Harry Styles, but at the end, but they wish that he, they want to know that when he's making these expressions Mm -hmm. that people are paying attention to, that he understands that there's some people who are watching him very closely and they want to know, is this something that you're playing at that other people can't play at? Or or, are you being cagey about your sexuality, which you owe to no one, you owe no one a declaration of your sexuality, but they they feel kind of some kind of way about it, but they're also open minded yeah. to let Harry kind of who they don't know, but they are his um his demographic, sure. you know, in their twenties yeah. to kind of go through this. But these are questions, I guess. Um, I talk about Bowie a little bit for me, Marucci. Yeah. Well, again, I think that he, I think that he really encompasses what this whole thing is about. The guy was a genius. The guy was just light years ahead of his time. Here was a man that was, he identified as heterosexual, but sometimes bi. He had no problem yes. saying that back in the in the 70s. He had no yeah. problem showing up in full drag. I remember an interview, and I'll send you guys the link, where he where he's it. being interviewed and the guy goes, and, and what about those shoes? He goes, are those lady shoes? And Bowie goes, they're shoe shoes, silly. And they were, they were like this high <laughs> and David Bowie was mocking the guy. It was like, you brought me yes. here, you brought me here to mock me. And who's the idiot mm. now? You know, because yes. again, I think so much of it is why are we pigeonholing ourselves into being <laughs> right? Our life is short or long, however you want to look at it. But what we know for sure is that you're only going to be here this one go as this person as a right. person, and so yeah. let's just be conscientious and let's let people be who they want to be and express themselves in the manner in which they want to. And I think that we're having a lot of pushback because so many people aren't pushing back because they have because they have a that they're against it because of a religious situation or political or whatever. I think that there's there's a fear of could that be me? Am I hiding that person? Do I do yeah. I want to go in that bathroom and put on some pretty clothes and then everyone is going to judge me? I think that there's a little bit of that envy going mm-hmm. on and that's what's leading that conversation of I don't want to see a guy in drag. Why? You have no problem seeing a guy loaded up with machine guns, which is terrifying to me, but again, right. options and optics. So Right. Optics. And so yeah. I looked at David Bowie as someone who's, he's been everything. He's been a father. He's been, I mean, Iman, the interviews she gives about David Bowie makes you just ball your oh. eyes out. The love that those two had. He made, he doesn't, he never went around defending himself or his sexuality or claiming, I am a man. I have babies. I married this hot supermodel. He was just <laughs> living his life. And, and yep. here's the best part. It was the way that he felt that day. It was like he was literally walking in a closet and going, today I'm going to wear, you know, today I'm going to wear these heels or today I'm just going to wear jeans. And why can't we have that? Why can't we, why can't that be acceptable? And and does it always have to do with your sexuality or or gender um, identity, and and sometimes it yeah. does. And if you listen to this and you dress yeah. a certain way because that's what you're working with or discovering, or that's what you're expressing, yeah. you you go and be you. We support yes. you. We right. support, support you. you. I, I'm also I'm saying though, but there's some people though who it really, like you said, has nothing to do with that. It's literally mm-hmm. that. Do, do you do you remember that? Um, 
Free to Be You and Me. Do you remember yes. that album from the 70s? So there was a song in it, A Doll, A Doll. Yeah. William Wants uh, a Doll. Yeah. William Wants a Doll. And it, he literally just wanted a mm-hmm. doll to play with. It, it, there, and I think a lot of times, again, I believe that people are who they are. And I also, though, feel like a lot of times people get pigeonholed, like yeah. you said, into things because other people make a big deal out of it. Yes. And it's not and it's not a big yeah. deal. It's what they just happen to like. I mean, like, I mean, it's not a cross dressing thing, sure. but I am. Um, when I was um, the un- the most uncool, like 13 year old you had ever met. I had no, a, I don't uh, believe it. A, so uncool. <laughs> I had a march. I had a white marching band glove. I'm maybe 14. And I it, this was like. Michael Jackson era, but it didn't have sparkles yeah. on it. I just thought it was cool. And I literally went to a picnic yes. with my parents and wore a white glove. And I looked like the dumbest. I mean, I'm sorry. I, w- I looked so goofy. And I was waiting for someone to be like, you are so cool. You and your white band glove. Did I think I, I and, and people were like, why is she wearing a band glove? It's very strange. It's like, and you're like, it's very today's weird. the day I'm going to unleash the one. <laughs> I'm starting a trend in Baltimore. I, I right? just knew that everyone, and people just kind of looked at me like, oh, oh my. Hmm. And nobody you're said that it. Oh my. You're that, oh. And I was so weird. And, um, and again, I'm learning more about myself than I think that I am, that I, I'm having myself evaluated for ADHD folks yeah. and I, and so again, looking to how my brain works and that I'm, well, anyway, but all that to say, um, this whole thing though of, of, of being something mm-hmm. and just allowing people to find pieces of, of whatever, like, you know, yes. being able to wear a jacket, yeah. because again, it's very interesting yeah. too. Just clothing wise, uh, I know we we're talking specifically mm-hmm. about men, yeah. but we know women wearing pantsuits and women wearing suits and coming into the yeah. working world. I mean, that was a whole thing. It was. And my, uh, my mentor, Jan Tuckwood, who was an editor at the Palm Beach Post and who hired me, it has been amazing to me, talked about how in the 80s, Women were supposed to wear suits to prove that they were, you couldn't wear right. a dress, you couldn't be right. blonde, you couldn't be feminine because you had to play at this masculinity yes. for people to respect you. And she goes, I'm not a man, I'm yes. a woman. I'm all, I'm also incredibly yeah. smart in charge and I know things and I'm smarter yeah. than anybody here. So this is what, I'm going to dress like yeah. me. I'm going to blonde my hair yes. as much as I want to. I'm going to be hot yes. and you will have to yeah. deal with me. There's a, and I'm a, most people who know me know that I'm a law and order junkie, but there's a, an episode One of my favorite episodes was the first episode that Essa Potter Merkerson was yeah. in where she was Lieutenant Van Buren, where her character was created specifically because the network said the show was mm-hmm. too male. Everyone is too male. So they brought her in and, uh, uh, Jill Kincaid, who was the, um, Jill Hennessy, um, who follows me on Facebook. Hello. I'm going to tweet, I'm going to tag her. Um, them so not on Facebook on Twitter, but anyway, so the two guys, Lenny and um, Chrisnaw's character, um, are a little annoyed because they their previously male uh, captain has been mm-hmm. transferred, and they're kind of being irritating. And she says, "What you can't handle is my rank and a skirt." 
And I've never forgotten that Love it. because she was saying, it's not just, you don't agree yeah. with me. It's you don't agree with me. I'm right. a woman. You don't agree with me that I am yep. wearing, I'm a mm-hmm. woman, I'm a feminine woman. And I, yes, I'm a, I'm a former, I'm a, you know, former detective and I've done what I had to do and I can shoot people. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> I can do whatever I need to do, but you know what I mean? I can take care of myself. And there were parts in the show that followed yeah. that and her, the dichotomy between being a mother and being a, a mm-hmm. cop and what those, those come mm-hmm. into what that, that, that means. But all that is to say that there is a definite hierarchy mm-hmm. based on if you have affinity and they're going to charge you, they're going to judge mm-hmm. you for it. You can be a woman wearing a pantsuit. I mean, we look at someone like um, Tilda mm-hmm. Swinton, oh, yeah. who is you know androgynous, or Kate Blanchett, who can wear mm-hmm. a suit. And you go, okay, so what does that say about them? They are also women who are taken seriously. But people mm-hmm. still comment on their, their yeah. suits, right? I mean, when, you know, Tilda Swinton, people made a big deal like they'd never seen a woman wearing <laughs> pants before. Um, <laughs> and and she, Tilda Swinton is really like, she's like an yes. elf. I mean, she's just, this person, it's not just like sexual androgyny. She's like, is she human? Yeah, is she an elf? Is she, a, <laughs> is so she a spirit? Is she Tinkerbell? What is she? And because, <laughs> seriously, and I think that she, but she has said gender is not a thing. I'm going to be who I'm going to be yes. today. Just like you yeah. said about Bowie Marucci, that he would say i'm aware of bow exactly. that's what it is i'm aware of thing you know i'm aware a suit and sure. makeup yeah. deal with it and that tilda swinton says i'm gonna be who i am today because that's who i am tilda yes. swinton and if you can't deal with yeah. me as tilda swinton that's yeah. your problem um what is it because you've mentioned obviously lynette said uh harry mm-hmm. styles what do you think it is about his generation and the generation of fans that perhaps are younger than him that understand him to be a person who just does what he wants what do you what do you make of I that i think that slowly but surely the our this new generation which i'm a huge fan of are starting to break down all of those things that we have all created supported and held in place because if americans love anything it's a bad tradition and we're going to remain loyal <laughs> to it and that's just the way it's going to be and so i think that the kids finally they are rebelling and and i don't even know if it's a yes. rebellion to be honest with you i think that they're just like bored i think that these this is the generation that because they're so plugged in i didn't get to communicate with people from russia or ukraine or anywhere. That's right. These kids have friends in, in, in places that we used to get, you know, the news from. I didn't know what they were thinking or feeling. They were just people over on the other side of the planet. And I think that that communication and that ability to connect Mm. and that ability to see other cultures and how they navigate and manage things, I think that it's put them in a position where really we're going to talk about clothes when there's real problems and real issues that we should Mm -hmm. be really focusing Mm -hmm. on. And so here comes Harry, who is a good looking guy. He's, he's very talented Mm -hmm. and he, and, and again, I admire, and I understand I have a lot of, I I might have someone in my very own family who is the gay and they are very, and they, and they, (laughs) and they do hold a lot of people who are putting themselves out there at a higher standard because it's like, Hey, you're representing me. So don't get this wrong. So I get where there's that, where, where people are paying, you know, some people are paying further, closer attention, but I am going to say this. What I love about him is that he came out of the blue and did it. He, there was no fanfare. 
There was no, right. he wasn't letting out little breadcrumbs. One day he was Harry Styles and the next day, look at me. This is, this is what I'm doing. I'm on Vanity Fair. I'm wearing pearl drop earrings yep. and I'm killing it. And, and he killing just it. continues to do this and he's kind of not talking about it. He's just no. doing it, which is really what's at the core of this. I want to wear pearl drop earrings. I happen to be a 50 year old man who is not, he was not gay, but I think they're cool. I like the way they feel. I think they look hot. I'm doing this. And I think that, that we're I'm now take we're this generation. I think their whole approach is whatever floats your boat, because there's real stuff that you all dumped on us that you are all making a yep. big deal out of this when we should just let these people be while we're trying to fix the world. Get your cute on, you know, get your pretty on. I mean, get your cute yes. on. One of the things that we talk about a lot on the show, and we probably re repeat this line every show because it's, but the it's truth, true, is that one of the things that people, one of the, one of the reasons that people call things mm -hmm. cheesy is because those things are honest and earnest and, yes. and aren't, and aren't afraid. Like I said, we, we earlier today, Leslie and I recorded an episode about the music of Love Barry Manilow him. and, and, and <laughs> our guest said that, she, as a teenager, thought he was everything, but the only thought he was cheesy because everybody yes. else did, and it be and yes. because it became uncool too. And yes. now she's reclaiming her love of Barry yeah. Manilow. But all that to say is that I think we do so much to stamp out earnestness yes. and just honestness yes. and just that I like that and sometimes like I said we make a mm -hmm. bigger deal out of people liking yeah. the thing then just let them yes. like the thing like who cares and because we because we want to put everything in a for box us so that we're comfortable and if <laughs> absolutely yes. and if they want to attach a, a greater meaning to it it's like you know Lynn and I were talking about you know growing up you know in the early 80s and People like Wham, we didn't know that George Michael was gay. George Michael didn't right. know he was gay. He's like, I like men and women. They both want to sleep with me, and I will sleep with both of them because they're here and it's available. And I'm gorgeous. I've never been more gorgeous in my life. I will never be this gorgeous. And everyone wants to have sex with me, so let's yes. have all the sex. Um, and then he began to understand it. But if you look at him, and then you look at people like the Duran Duran, Duran guys who identify as straight um, and to continue to for the last mm -hmm. 40 years, it just... There was a yeah, there was a there was a subversiveness to it. There was a we understand that this is part of what makes us different and sets us apart from an older generation or a different generation that expects people to to act like this or not mm -hmm. like this. But to just do it like someone like Prince, yeah, Prince did kind of well, announce his, his sure. arrival, but also he just did it. He was a black man. Um, with a with a, basically a mm -hmm. jury curl with eyeliner, wearing pink or purple, but very obviously he was like I, I'm androgynous, but he was very openly yes heterosexual <laughs> with a lot of hot young women, and he just was what he was, and he didn't have to explain yes. himself. He just did it. What, Lynn? No, I was just gonna say when you were talking about. Like Duran Duran and stuff, and I'm gonna let Marichi talk. When you were talking about Duran Duran, and I was thinking that maybe you were gonna talk about people who they were, who maybe they were different than. I was thinking mm -hmm. like the early '80s, like Springsteen and stuff. But I've also though I thought of like, um, 
poison. Yes. Uh, Brett Michaels came to <gasps> brain Brett Michaels and CC's of CC Deville. Oh they God. they and they and Ricky Rocket yes. they dressed like so much makeup. <laughs> But Brett Michaels was nothing but absolutely one hundred percent. He was a man whore. <laughs> he was a man. They literally dressed and like hookers from it. the Sunset Strip. Yes. They did. They literally. That's like if you said they wore like fishnets and like. I mean, Cece had a yes. full head of makeup. Um, and Bobby did sometimes too. But Cece was yep. always made up, and their songs were all like. Blanking yes. in the bushes. I mean, <laughs> literally behind the bushes. That's a line from a song called Talk Dirty to Me, children, yes. if you're listening to this. <laughs> and it's, and Lynn knows I yes. loved Poison because I was this cute little Christian black girl in Baltimore and something about their flamboyance yes. because they understood yes. that it was funny. And I knew that it was funny. And that's why I loved it because. I remember going to a concert like in the late nineties that they yeah. did in Hershey, Pennsylvania. And literally there was like one other black couple there. And we looked at each other like, I see you, you sure. see me, we see each other. And I'm singing all the songs and some guy goes, how do you know this music? I go, cause they played it on the radio, dude. I don't know what to tell you, but there was, it was, it was funny. Leslie and I saw them in South Florida, probably in the, Mid two thousands, right? Yes. Like, yes. But it was funny though. We're, but we're singing out loud, <laughs> baby, we'll be, and we're like, oh, we should be embarrassed that we're singing this out loud <laughs> at the driving. Why are we doing this? But yeah, I mean, and the, the, and the whole glare, and I think that there was a simplistic thing that happened, yes. and I love Kurt Cobain. But there was a moment where people who were simplistic about culture talk about the schism between the late eighties hair bands, the grunge and. News. Kurt Cobain and people and right. grunge and that Kurt Cobain, there are a lot of younger people who believe that he may have been yeah. trans. I don't know. I can't speak for him. He's sure. been dead for 30 years almost, but Kurt has some writings that talks about his discomfort sometimes his body, but he sometimes yeah. wear a dress and sometimes he wear an eyeliner. But I think that because yeah. people want things to be simplistic, yes. this was this era, this was this era. They yes. don't want to talk about CC DeVille. They don't want to talk about um, guys from rat yeah. who were wearing full makeup because they want to say, this is this toxic masculinity. And this is this thing that was freer and lighter sure. and braver. And it's like, yeah, there was some grossness in the hairband thing. There was some grossness in a lot of things, but I think that, there is so much because those guys in the 80s were yes. looking at Bowie. They were looking at yeah. the guys from Motley Crue were looking and maybe they said some terrible, mm -hmm. indefensible things, sure. terrible, indefensible things. But aesthetically, and I, I hate mentioning Gary Glitter because yes. a scumbag, yes. but they look that aesthetic right. was not new. And Kurt Cobain, yes, was wearing a ratty yeah. sweater. I was, but he was also wearing yeah. eyeliner. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And so there is more yeah. of a fluidity, not just sexually, but sort yeah. of era wise. Um, and let's say, I don't have a master's degree, but if I did, yes. it would be in pop culture. And I can tell you definitively without having to look it up that these androgynous and the andro yeah, a lot mm -hmm. of people like poison embraced mm -hmm. this femininity while being like, I am right. a straight yeah. dude. Yes. I'm a dude. Yeah. I like boobs. Look at all the boobs in my video. Boobs, 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 boobs. But boobs. I'm wearing but eyeliner. <laughs> I, I'm wearing yeah. eyeliner. And I think that there was, we've kind of, we've coasted into a more natural, like you're saying, Maruchi, that's like guys who go, I just yes. like wearing the skirt. Yes. The skirt feels nice. And 
you mentioned like so then you mentioned the bible or um earlier nobody no. wore pants in the bible <laughs> we yes. were all wearing robes dude yeah. we lived in saudi arabia which, which they they very restrictive dresses there <laughs> yes gender and they're yes. still wearing robes nobody's yes. wearing pants traditionally so yeah. this idea that we attach this femininity or masculinity to certain things mm -hmm. based on your gender is yeah. really not always true. And it's not yeah. consistent, yeah. certainly. I, I will say that I, I was that kid, not that different than the two of you. And I think that that's why, you know, we relate so well. And that's why I just adore you. I was really into my head. Like, I mm. remember a lot of things that I, I won't mention here unless it becomes a topic. But what I remember okay. is I remember being little and I remember sometimes wanting to wear, you know, to be a boy because it was intriguing to me what boys, mm -hmm. what a boy's life looked right. like. It was intriguing to me what Michael, the kid mm -hmm. I had a crush on, you know, he wore a belt. I never, ever, ever wore a belt. Belts were not a part of my life because I either wore a dress and even really? if I wore pants, there was never a belt involved because belts were for boys. And so I think so much of what, what we're seeing today is... Is I think we're seeing the ghosts of those kids coming out in Harry Styles, mm. coming out in David Bowie, where when we were little, we got to play. There wasn't a stigma attached to it. Yes. It, a um. lot of times our parents weren't like, ooh, this is going to become a problem. They just let us be. They let us say things like, we're going to be a doctor. How many of us became doctors? Not I. But I was going to be a doctor, a lawyer, and a nun, <laughs> but I was still going to get married and have kids. So... Again, I think that so much of it is this, yes. and, and I will say this, we are free-flowing human beings that are in a constant state of evolution. And while today I may want to be, this month I may want to just wear suits all day, next week I might want to dye my hair. We should give ourselves that permission and give it to others because when you give that permission to other people to be this way, the day that you decide you want to do this, it's the door's been open for you. And so when we talk about cheese, is this cheesy? This is what I'll say. I think it's so brave for people to do that. You, yeah. when, when you whipped out that white glove, that was brave. You went out there, you took a chance, you said, some, everybody's yeah. going to love this. But you knew that maybe not everyone would. <laughs> Cheesy would be, I would think that it's like, it's a preconceived notion and you're trying to manipulate a situation. What you did was brave. You did something that you thought was cool. You were gonna you were gonna show the world who you were this day by by showing this cool thing because you wanted to share. And I think that that takes courage. And yeah. that's why mm -hmm. I love all of these people. Okay, I gotta throw Lizzo out. I've got to. Lizzo has <gasps> changed my brain on what a heavy woman is and where they belong in society. Yes. Mm. And at first there was the cringing because I have to be honest, it was like yes. so much skin, so much. But you know what? Unless we saw that, we weren't gonna be able to say, uh, Leslie has said this, bikini body. What's a bikini body? Lizzo. Lizzo is a bikini <laughs> body. It's a human yes. person because a man could wear a bikini. It's a human person who said, today I'm wearing a bikini. Like yep. David Bowie, today I'm wearing the boa. I'm wearing a tie on Tuesday. Yeah. I think so much of us yep. is that we're not allowing ourselves to realize that every day we can wear a costume and, and we do. And, and yes. you could be practical and wear mm. clothes and that's okay. 
But let's be honest, a lot of us want to wear costumes because it's fun, because it's a way for us to express ourselves that our voices, because we're in a crowded room, we go to weddings, we want to wear a certain dress that, that evokes a certain image. What is, um, what is that, what is that beautiful right. woman who's does E now? Laverne? Is that, is that her name? She's the, she's Laverne Cox. Uh, Laverne what Cox. does she say? What's your story? That's what she asks when, when folks come to the red yes. carpet now. She's like, what is the story you, your outfit is telling me? I get chills because I love that because that's who yes. we are. When yes. I wake up in the morning and I know I'm going to have a hard day ahead of me, what do I do? Oh, if I'm going to have a hard day, I'm at least going to look good or I'm going to have something that's going to cheer me up. Yes. I'm going to yeah. I'm going to level up the playing field here. And I think that that's what this is all about. And and I think I I applaud the 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 dudes with the mustaches and the full beards and they're yes. still dolling themselves up yes. because they're challenging like us and they're making Freddie us Mercury because they're telling all of us, you know what? Mm. I feel, I feel ugly. I feel dumb, but, but that guy has got a beard and he is wearing makeup. So what is me? All I want to do is put up my hair. So it's like, it takes away, it demystifies and it takes our fear away. So I, I am, I am all in. I'm sorry. No, I know. I was just going to say, and that's beautiful. And I just, it reminded me of like the Queen video where Freddie Mercury is wearing like the pink sweater and his his beard and his mustache and his full, his full mustache. Um, What I think is interesting now, one of the things I love about where we are now is that we mentioned things like Bosom Buddies or Some Like It Hot or Geraldine is that we had to play these things as a joke. Yes. Wherever those people actually were, we had to say, well, this is funny. Well, this is. There's a shtick, but one of the, the subversive things about Some Like It Hot is at the end, uh, Tony Curtis is on the, no, I'm sorry, Jack Lemon is on the speedboat with the guy, and he goes, I'm a dude. He's like, well, nobody's perfect. Love he that. loved him anyway. Like it didn't matter that he was a man. We never get to know what happens in this com- in this relationship, but I hope that they decided yes. to just be companions and hang out together because they really liked each other. They dug each other, and he was like, rather than saying, yeah. Oh, you're a man. Yes. He's like, yes. whatever. Yes. Because I dig you. Yes, I like the yeah. you. I think her name was Daphne um, with the, the wig and the beauty. I mean, yes. Jacqueline yes. was a gorgeous woman. Gorgeous woman with those, yeah. the face. The face. Gorgeous and Jacqueline man. was a gorgeous man. So he was a bit just like yeah. um, Tom <laughs> Hanks, not an attractive woman. Peter Scolari, yes. a really yeah. pretty woman. You know, um, some people are prettier than others as, yeah. you know, as, as women. But it's like Lynn had mentioned um, yes. Eddie Izzard, who was now Edie, but Eddie, you know, identified yes. as a cross-dressing man who was straight for years before yep. he came out as transgender. But Eddie Izzard yes. as Eddie was Still, so hot. Yeah. I would have made out with that person yes. all day long because yes. he was so gorgeous. It transcended with his, everything. His shiny suits and his hair. It just, yes. He was just sexy. And it didn't matter. And it was, and yeah, I had a moment where I was like, why do I find this attractive? I was like, because yes. that's an attractive person. It's like the pictures of Janelle Monet, you know, recently, you know, she, people like, she dressed as a bellhop. She dressed though it was as, as she dressed in suits as a a tribute to her parents yes. who had worked in the service industry who had been who worn uniforms so then she had this video a couple weeks ago a week ago where she's with her boobs out in a wet t-shirt 
And people are like, well, I don't know what it feels yeah. like. That's a hot woman with boobs. I, <laughs> I identify as straight, yes. but I recognize what yes. boobs look like. They're really cute. And she's got good ones. And I don't feel there's nothing that <laughs> I, she, she does. She's amazing exactly. boobs. And I'm not threatened by yes. her boobs. Yes. And I think that her saying, I can play with gender, and she identifies as non-binary. I can play with gender mm-hmm. with very masculine looks with sure. a, a, a made-up face. I can play a feminine woman in her looks yes. in that Glass Onion yes. movie. Oh, my were God. Just, they were L-E-W-K-S yes. looks. They were looks that she wore. Every look was better than the yes. other, and she was playing two people. And she can, and then she can go. I'ma be like a 1980s come back to Jamaica commercial yeah. with my hair yes. out and my boobs in the water, and y'all will deal with it because that's what I'm feeling today. That's who I am, and I'm all of these people. Um, when I, I'm not gonna say the word because we're you know I gotta, I gotta say it, but um, there's that Meredith Brooks song. Yes. I'll just say it's called "Bitch," and I'm Love a bitch. Thing. I'm a lover. I'm a child. I'm yes. a mother. I'm a sinner. I'm a saint. I do not feel ashamed, and um, Lynn had sent me this meme yesterday about that. It's like, I'm all these people. How do I clean up my closet? Well, I'm a bitch and a lover and a child and a mother. I'm all these people. And yes. I think that they all have looks and all of them need looks. They all need looks. And I think that when you're Harry Styles and you say everyone needs a look and like, I, I think it's great that he seems to have been yes. adopted spiritually by Stevie <laughs> Nicks, um, who is very feminine, but also has a hardness she to her and a femininity at the same time. That's very hard to, to, to pull off. Also, well, I will always say, I know I'll let you talk, that my favorite thing ever is her standing in the dance um, special in 1997, basically staring at, at Lindsay Buckingham going, here are the terrible things you did to me and I'm going to tell you about them. And and make you sing harmony. She made him sing I'll all the songs. follow you <laughs> down to the sound of her voice. Will <laughs> we'll harm you. you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Was I just a fool? Away. It was just, it was amazing. And she had this command. And once again, while Stevie does not necessarily yes. play with gender, she certainly plays with power dynamics yes. in a relationship as a woman. No doubt. Um, And it's very... Um, yeah, it's, oh, I, I might make out with CVX too. I'm like, I said, you know, I mean, it'll be fun. Her. Well, her. I, w- I want to mention she was on Why not? years yeah. ago on CBS Sunday morning. They did an interview with, um, with, uh, th- her former lover who she makes sing all those songs. And, uh, and his wife <laughs> said, there's three people in our marriage because forevermore Stevie Nicks will be in this guy. She's the ghost in our family. And she said that wow. it shows you just how powerful you know she is. That li- here's Whoa. Lindsay. You know he's he's a force to be reckoned with. But she made him. You're yeah, you're my is. you're my sh- you're my shadow. It's not the other way around. And know? that's what so, I. And, and I what's so? He, go ahead. No, love. I I love him. He's yeah. I I to me yeah. there was nothing more beautiful than 1970s Ugh. Lindsay Buckingham. Yeah. He oh was my God. so pretty, was so pretty. But I will say that what's interesting sure. is that, and I know we're talking about gender roles, but listen. So they want him to be in the band, Fleetwood Mac, Fleetwood, and you know, um, yes. John McVie say we want you to be in the band, and he says yes. my girlfriend has to join the band too, <laughs> and they're like. 
And they go, what? He goes, my girlfriend's in the band. And they go, okay, great. And then, you know, uh, Mick Fleetwood winds up having an affair with her. They were all sleeping with each other. It was all a thing. But the fact that yeah, it was the 70s that Lindsay felt, even though they were, you know, they yeah. were in a, a, a duo together, that he felt that yes. he was the leader of this. And so she gets in the band and because just like with Daisy Six, Daisy Jones and the Six. Yeah. Which wasn't perfect, but it's the idea that in that movie, if you've seen that show on Amazon, which is obviously very much based on many things, including Fleetwood Mac, that this woman joins this band because they need a female singer and they think it's a one-off. They go, well, she's just going to do one song. (laughs) And 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 it 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 becomes... Her Daisy Jones and yes. the Six. That was the thing that that they were the Six, yeah. and she's not she's just and. a member of them. <laughs> because if you remember, she's and because yeah. if you remember, there were only there were five members of the band, but the yes. lead singer's wife was the sixth. Yes, be, because she was such a big part of the of their starting and her support of them, and yes. they were able to do what they did because yeah. she was with them and behind them. So the fact that it's Daisy Jones and these other people was 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 wild. Sure. So we're gonna start. We're gonna wrap up. I love this conversation. Um, we so we already covered that we it's don't think courageous. this is, is cheese. This is it's, it's courageous, it is, and yeah, even though it was presented as cheese yeah. in a in a time to make it acceptable, it was presented as a joke, and now we're taking this understanding of the expansion of, of gender yes. roles and how silly some of it yes. is um, yes. that we're, we're doing right. that. And, and it's just liking yes. what you like. We, when, when we first started this thing, I was, maybe I'll still do it. I was going to record a theme song that said, you like yeah. what you like and that's okay. Love and that. that was going to be the title. Cause that's just the spirit of this. So Maruchi, it is the spirit of it. Marucci, where can we find you if people yep. wanted to know you, mm-hmm. follow you, know more about I'm you? I'm a little greedy, but I am on Instagram, and it's Marucci. Uh, I believe it's Marucci RL, and uh, and I I'm really I'm just really grateful that you guys included me here, and and I would love to uh, oh you know God. I would love to support you guys as you as you branch out and take this to the next level. But this is my jam. Just like you said, pop culture is my jam. I'm a kid. I was born in the 60s, but I grew up in the 70s, mm-hmm. 80s. And so all of this is yes. you know, near and dear to my heart. So um, yeah, you know, reach out, whatever, send me, DM me. But but I just, I'm open, Yay! you know, I'm open to learning. And this is why this was such an important topic for me because anytime people get scared of something, I want to be scared with them, but I try to be the one that leans in and finds out yes. what what's going on here. Right. So it's yes. really just the openness to yes. learning. I think that's all that we can really yeah. do is say, yes. admit, I don't yes. know about this thing and maybe I feel weird about it for whatever reason, but I have to explore yes. that without being a danger to you. I have to explore that yeah. without being a danger to your growth and perhaps I'll grow as well. So I just thank wanted you. to thank you guys all for listening. I wanted to thank you all for Marucci, um, who I just love so much, uh, for being here. And I just wanted to say, as we say every week, Keep it breezy. Love it. Keep it cheesy. Thank you. Bye.